0: Praise the Lord! Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church where a man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ. Cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the word of God.
1: Revelation chapter 1, verse 12 to 16. And I tend to see the voice that speak with me and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with the garment down to the foot, and get about with puffs with a golden girdle, 14. His hair and his hairs were white like wool. We've talked about all of these things, hallelujah. And his eyes were as a flame of fire, 15. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand the seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun that shineth in his strength. Hallelujah. So today I'm talking about his face as the sun. Which is what I call the abiding or the shared glory. The abiding or the shared glory. You can call it the participatory glory. Hallelujah. The glory that comes to us as an inheritance. Are you here with me? The abiding glory. Shared glory, which is the glory seen in his face as the Son. You know, the six dimensions of the glory that we've talked about are individual streams that can be engaged uniquely. We've talked about the glory as of the Son, we've talked about the glory of the Son of Man, we've talked about the glory of the Father, we've talked about the glory of the Spirit, we've talked about the glory of the word. Hallelujah and uh, we've talked about the glory of creation amen and today i want to talk about the abiding glory in other places they call it the the substance of glory that is the glory that has been tangibly formed it is the fullness of the glory in the seventh dimension the first six dimensions of the glory of God actually merge together and they now dwell with a person hallelujah they now dwell with a person so when the six dimensions of the glory merge what happens is that they become the glory that abides with us you know a residue of the eternal measure of Christ with us it, it becomes a lasting proof it is a mark it is a word it is a mark with the people to indicate that they belong to something they belong to somebody to indicate that there is something that has happened in them to indicate that there is a dimension in which these people live hallelujah are you here with me? The abiding glory is one that comes by the impartation of God's divine presence. Amen. Amen. It is one that comes by the impartation of God's divine presence. It is the product of God's presence finding permanent residence in a place or a presence. When God's presence finds permanent residence, there is a glory that comes with it. It is the abiding glory. Say with me, the abiding glory. glory. When I'm not talking about a visitation of God, I am talking about the dwelling of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I am not talking about a visitation. When God visits He visits with signs when God dwells, he transforms and changes that place to fit his being. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. The abiding glory is a proof of God's permanent residence, not God's visitation. There are things to do to engage the visitation of God. But then afterwards, all you are left with is a testimony. Amen. After God visits a people or a place, all that is left there is a testimony. But when God comes to dwell in a place, you have more than a testimony. Hallelujah. You have more than a testimony. You have a life. You have access. Is somebody with me? You have a right. You have an inheritance. The abiding glory comes with a certain dimension of participation in God. Where we don't just operate... By privilege. Hallelujah. There is participation by privilege. I want you to follow me well. And there is participation by rights. In the mechanism of the glory of God. Don't forget this. We are not just teaching something that, uh, you know, is just... Existing in your mind. Hallelujah. We are not just teaching something that you only pray about and you feel good praying about it. Even when it does not happen, you are okay. We are talking about a tangible order of life where certain things prevail in that life to prove that that life is not an ordinary one. Are you with me? We are talking about a certain kind of life, see a certain, kind of life a certain kind of life made available to you and I. So that by engaging this life, you know that you are not of this world. It is not just a confession. It is a report. Who has believed our report? Praise God. Why? Because what brings about that report has not been open to everyone. We report of the things that we have engaged, encountered. Like First John 1 verse 1, it says that that which we have seen. Praise the Lord. That which we have what? Seen. Which we have heard. Praise God. Have you seen something? Have you heard beyond the disease that which our hands have handled? And that is why you are here. That you will handle something. Is somebody here? That you will handle something. Stretch your hands. That you will handle the tangible manifestation of his glory. That you will handle The operation of his grace. It is not what you have just heard. It is not just what you have seen. But you have handled it. Praise the Lord. It is when you handle that you will not just have a testimony. But you will have a report. There are some people they they, they borrow testimonies. Praise God. Stop talking about what God has done for people. Come to the place where God can do something for you. Are you here with me? To the place where God will tangibly manifest himself in your life. Because that is your birthright. Are you here with me? That is what God has ordained. That is what God wants you to engage. Participation by right. Say eh? participation by right. We started by talking about the glory as of the sun, And that is by participation. How many of us remember that? But you see, the glory as of the son, I didn't mention it, but you go deeper into it, we are talking about the sonship by adoption. So that participation is by privilege. Hallelujah. A lot of us are still playing in that realm. So you enter into the journey of the glory by privilege, in the adoption of the sounds. praise God. Then you have to progress, tell somebody progress. We progress in the glory, and then we come into the fullness, in the abiding glory, hallelujah. In the abiding glory where a person has the signature of God on his life. That God did not just visit you but he dwells in you. Hallelujah. That God did not just visit you but he dwells in you. Tell somebody God dwells in me. You see we have to come to the full realization of this great mystery that God is in me. Hallelujah. God in me. God before me. God ahead of me. God beside me. God everywhere around me. I am immersed in God. Glory to Jesus. I am immersed in God. What is my proof? Because Christ contained him. And I have become a part of his body. (laughs) My God, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. This is the greatest revelation that can change any kind of life on the face of this earth. That God is in me. Tell somebody, God is in me. When this revelation comes to settle in your heart and in your spirit, you become angry when aliens invade your body because God does not dwell with sickness God does not dwell with all manner of infirmities and all manner of impurities I am the temple of God are you with me I am the temple of God and God dwells the key word in the abiding glory is dwelling not visitation It is this glory that goes with us. That It goes beyond a gathering. It goes beyond coming to church. It goes beyond a prayer meeting. It is a dwelling. Hallelujah. You can engage this glory everywhere you find yourself. As long as you can work out the matter of the dwelling. Praise God. As long as you can work out the issue of the dwelling of God in you. the Bible calls it a mystery hallelujah Say dwelling say it again dwelling you know we have been majoring on the visitations of God for far too long talking about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the spirit and talking about all the things the anointing and all those things that happen when we gather To the point that we have forgotten that God is still God when we are alone. God is still God when we are with nobody. God is still God when we are not in church. God is still God and he dwells in you. Hallelujah. He dwells in you. That single revelation is the number one most important key to the transformation of everybody. That God dwells in me. When people are dealing with you, you do not see them dealing with a person. You see them dealing with God, and that is a, 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 a it, it is a reality changer. Praise God! <laughs> now, when I am going for an interview, I do not think that they are interviewing Francis. They are interviewing God, finding expression in Francis. And I deprive myself of the luxuries of the limitations of men. And I join with Paul in saying that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am all things to everybody. I have all things. You come into that place. It is a place of dwelling. They abide in glory. The participatory glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the key, the protocol of engaging this glory is the matrix of sonship. We enter into the journey of the glory through the sonship of adoption. Where we engage and participate by privilege. uh, By privilege. And we culminate our journey in the glory through the sonship of perfection glory to God you didn't get it so there are the adopted sons and there are the perfected sons first John deals with that (laughs) we are adopted but then we grow into perfection and in that perfection there is a certain glory It is not just the glory as of the sun. That is a likened glory. We now talk about the glory. That abides. The substance of the glory. The fullness. Beholding his face. As in a mirror. Becoming like him. We are adopted. Once we were aliens. We are adopted. We were strangers. Then we are adopted. And he gives us the privilege of calling him our Father. Praise the Lord. He puts a certain confession in our mouth. That we can call him Father. But beyond calling him Father. Hallelujah. He says that I want you to progress and be seated with me. Not just seated with me but to be like me praise God listen there is a point beyond representation we have talked about sonship after the order of representation but I'll be continuing from next week and I'll be dealing with the matrix of sonship to the point where I will show you beyond representation we are talking about replacement. hallelujah glory to God so we enter into the glory through the adoption of sons, and we grow into the fullness of the glory through the perfection of sonship, and that is the key into the abiding glory. The perfected son. Praise God. The perfected. So now the thirty-eight minutes begins. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I'm now beginning the 38 minutes. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us are happy to be in the presence of the Lord? Yeah. The perfected sonship or the matured sonship is the key into the abiding glory the formation of God within the growing experience of humanity, where we are not just sons of God by privilege, but we are now sons of God by right. It is like you know when you adopt somebody into your home. The first few days and years, a lot of things become a privilege. It's even like friendship or something like when you welcome somebody into your home. The first few days, even when they want to take water, they will come and ask permission. Isn't it? When they want to take drink, there's a drink in their fridge and they want to pour some, they will come and ask permission. Oh, Papa, can I pour some of that drink? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead pour, pour. After some time, you come, Papa comes and the, the drink is half. <laughs> now, what is the privilege is now turning into a right. And they start drinking by themselves. I'm using drink because that's what some people have been doing to me, and it's start drinking by themselves, and you realize that okay, privilege has now turned into right. I can avoid it. Very soon it turns into responsibility. They are now expecting that when it finishes, I must buy. <laughs> Hallelujah! So we are adopted as sons, and we participate in God by privilege. And we are celebrating everything. But it gets to a point. We are growing and moving from celebrating small successes. We are now entering into responsibility. And taking charge of the earth. We are now moving into responsibility. Is somebody here with me? Praise the Lord. The matrix of sanction is the key. The the stairway. The connection. Into the abiding glory. Praise the Lord. And you see, in this dimension of glory, we see the jealousy of God. This is the only dimension of glory where God becomes jealous and protective. Hallelujah. This is the dimension of the glory of God where God becomes jealous and protective. So he says in Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8, he says that I am the Lord, this is my name. And my glory will I not give to another. Neither my praise to graven images. Hallelujah. He says, my glory I will not give to another. In the same Isaiah chapter 48 verse 11, he says, for my own sake, even for my own sake. Hallelujah. Not for your sake, for his own sake. For my own sake will I do it. For how should my name be polluted? And I will not give my glory unto another. And the Hebrew word used for another over here is akha, Or akhai, which means different. That means that another of a different kind. Another of a different words. Kind. This is the place where God becomes jealous of his glory. Because in this dimension, which has always been the desire of the enemy, the desire of the devil. When the devil says, I want to be like God, this is what he was looking for. I yelled me. When Lucifer said, I will, I will uh, lift myself, I will place myself higher above the angels, And be seated in that very place where the father seated. He was looking for this. Amen. Because then the question is, why is a God who wants us to be like him, fight the devil for trying to be like him? Are you seeing the thing? But there is something over here. This glory operates by likeness. It operates by a certain kind of accuracy, which is insanship. And the devil, because he was not approved into that dimension, he created the same but of another kind. So he said, "I will not share my glory with another, with an Akai, one of a different kind." akai is different from kynos when he says that we have now become the new creation a species that has never existed before an ever evolving species which can only be after the likeness of god akai is different from hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 when the bible said that jesus became the express the accurate image that one is another of the same kind. This is another of a different kind. Praise God. And look at how this manifests. In Ezekiel chapter 8 verse 17, I won't go deep into it because this is actually going to lead us into the uh, uh, um, conversation about religions. But look at something here. In Ezekiel chapter 8 verse 16, and he brought me to the inner court of the Lord's house. Listen, he brought me to the inner court of the Lord's house. And behold, at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were about five and twenty men. That is twenty-five men. Take note of all of these things. One day I will visit here and I will remind you. Twenty-five men with their backs toward the temple of the Lord, and their faces toward the east, where they worshipped the sun toward the east. They did not mean to worship the sun, but they had seen a certain representation of God where his face is as the sun shining in his full strength. So in trying to reach to God, they actually reached to the kind. Are you here? They reached actually to the kind. They reached to creation. Last week, I was a saga. I would, I would say he attempted talking about the glory of the creation. Is that, what, that that's what we talked about? But it was an attempt because he preached everything and when he started, the time was up. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I think he has to preach that particular one again. How many of us agree with me? Yeah, so we will go to part Uh 6B. Hallelujah. But look at something. There is a certain kind of intrinsic glory that God has placed in creation, which when we began, we called it the primal... How many of us remember? How many of us remember? Hey! Jesus is Lord. Praise God. So God finding representation through creation, his face shining at the sun. It was a revelation that the people had behold of God, beheld of God. And when they now wanted to pursue after that, they pursued after the form, another of a different kind. Praise God. They knew. That there is the height of God's glory in the sun. But they did not know that the sun was just a representation. Hallelujah. The sun was just a what? A representation. Out of the sun will come the very form that will reveal the, the, the connecting principle to that dimension of Glory. Which I will talk about. But look at that. And God said, has thou seen this, O son of man? Is it a light thing to the house of Judah that they commit the abominations which they commit here? He's talking about the, the people of God. In reaching for the higher glory, they went in for another of a different kind. And he stirred up the wrath of God. Anytime you engage the higher glory outside the matrix of sonship. You engage, you stir up the jealousy of God. Because God has ordained that the highest of his expression is reserved for the perfected sons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is reserved for the perfected sons. Until you understand sonship and you perfect yourself in it. You cannot reach for this glory. Hallelujah. You cannot reach for this glory. That is what Lucifer wanted. But Lucifer could not perfect himself as a son. Amen. Lucifer could not. He he could not perfect himself as a son. Because it is in this glory that the ability to rule and terraform the earth is found. The ability, see, this is the place of responsibility. We don't celebrate in this place. Amen. Perfected sonship is a place of responsibility, it is not a place of privilege. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Perfected sonship is not a place of privileges. Even our prayer is not the same in this level. Praise God. When we enter into the perfected realm, we are not praying God, give me. (laughs) We are not praying God, bless me. We are not praying, God anoints me. Glory. Hallelujah. When we enter into this dimension. We become members of the council of God. We understand his heart. We understand his desire. We take control. Praise God. We don't pray that God give me grace. No. We take charge of issues. We take charge of our cities. Hallelujah. We say as long as I am in this community, the head of the dragon of drunkenness is broken in this place. All the young men are free. That's a different level. My presence in this place, in this school, my presence in this workplace, before you came, people were telling you, hey, this workplace, every year somebody dies, every year somebody dies. Switch sonship. If you are just a son by privilege, you'll be praying, God, protect me. Me, I will not die. I will not be touched by the enemy. No, 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 go beyond it. Go beyond it and begin to legislate. By my presence in this place, the demon killing people over here is under my feet. I have taken charge of everything. People are saved because I'm here. Hallelujah because I am a representation. I am a perfected son. Glory to God. I have gone beyond privilege. I now handle responsibility. I sit with God in the high places. So, 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 we, we see, so we've been declaring it. I'm seated with God in high places, far above all principalities and powers and dominions and every name that is named, far above, far, uh, far above mentality. It is not a place of privilege. When you are seated with God, it is for business.
0: Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you enjoying this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction in Leshebi of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for our Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. and our prayer line service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to the message.
1: Hallelujah. When you are seated with God, it is for what? It's for business and that is the place of perfected sons when you enter a bus you're not praying god take care of me i am protected that is that is the prayer of the son by privilege that is the prayer of the adopted hallelujah say god thank you that because of me every life in this bus is preserved be like paul who stood in the ship and said, relax I have dealt with this matter with God, everybody will be safe. (laughs) Hallelujah. That is the place of the perfected son. There is a certain level of glory we operate in. Because the abiding glory is the doorway into our dominion over the earth. Hallelujah. So in Revelation chapter 5, it says that God has made us kings and priests. Are you with me? He has made us, what, kings and priests. Go there, Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. He has made us unto our God, kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. We reign, say I reign. I reign on the earth. And reigning is the place of the perfected son. In Malachi chapter 4 verse 1 it says, in Ezekiel the people were, were worshipping the sun because they thought that in the sun was actually the reserved or the residual or the abiding glory. So they went pursuing it. But they did not know that the sun was just a portal out of which the real principle of participation will come. It says, for behold the day cometh. Ha, hallelujah. Behold, a day is coming. I'll show you something. I think I'm left with about 22 minutes now. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> exactly, 22 minutes. Exactly. I said 28 minutes as, at 10.02. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, your time... It's your time. Me, I have my time. Hallelujah. Yes. So, that when, you see this, when, this, when you cross this one, you enter a different time zone. So, let me, st- let me sit here. Let me stand here. So, the 22 minutes is here. Over here, I don't know, maybe two minutes. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says, for behold, a day cometh that shall be as an oven and all the proud yea and all that do wickedly shall stumble. and the day that cometh shall bend them up saith the Lord of hosts that it shall leave them neither root nor branch verse 2 but unto you that fear my name unto you that fear my name go back to the the, 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 uh, the Ezekiel Hallelujah. How did they desecrate the name? Because they worshiped the sun and turned their back to the temple. But it says, For those who did not do that, now the real sun which was shining in his face is arising. And he will arise with healing in his wings. Have you seen the sun with wings? Praise the Lord. The sun with wings. A prophetic representation. Of the suns Who traverse the earth. Providing life. Instituting and legislating the heart of God on the earth. That glory, says the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his ways, And ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall." Let's keep reading. And ye shall tread down the wicked. For they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, say, the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with statutes and judgments. Five. Verse 5. Hallelujah. It says, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet. Behold. I will send you. I want to listen to something. I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. Listen to something here. (laughs) My God. I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the children the heart of the children to their fathers else I come and smite the earth with a curse so this is the this is the the main issue here for the earth to be preserved, for the earth to be prepared for God's eternal dwelling and reign. Since for the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdoms of our God and His Christ. To come into that place, the condition is that the heart of the fathers. And the heart of the sons must be united. Must be reconciled. Sonship. Are you with me? Hallelujah. And when this happens. say the son of righteousness will arise. There is a certain glory that will happen. Amen. There is a certain glory that will show forth. When this happens, so that the earth shall be preserved. So that the earth shall not be smithed with a curse. So that the earth, people are running helter-skelter. Some are even offended in God because of what prevails on the earth. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? When God said that my glory will cover the earth, it was literal. He was not speaking in parables. Are you here with me? He says, my glory will cover the earth. You are the reason for the evils of the earth, not wicked men. Because sons have not taken their place. For the earnest expectation of the creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Hallelujah. (laughs) Say, I am a son of God. (laughs) And in my manifestation, the earth is saved. Oh, madagada. Paul a uh, God accosted Job when he was complaining. He said, Have you commanded your day? Have you spoken to the earth and shaken evil out of it? You are the reason for the evil. Because you have not taken your place. You are still. Operating with privilege You are still a baby Hallelujah! You have not come into rulership and because of that the glory has not settled on the earth ah. The glory has not settled on the earth Remember when I was talking about heavenly materiality and I was talking about your environment The glory must settle When you come to that place where the glory of God is not just on your life, but tangibly taking over and prevailing in your environment, you know that you are growing. Your growth is not that you are now prophesying. Your growth is now, your growth is actually the fact that you have control over the earth. Hallelujah. How many things respond to you? Some of you have become. Victims of your environment Are you hear me? You have become victims of your environment Your life is because of where you are and what is prevailing. You don't seem to have any control. You are not a son You should rise and take control That is the only time that the abiding glory, it is the glory that dwells. It's the glory that abides It is the glory that proves that God is in a place. God is in a place. Is God in the earth? The lot lots that God has assigned to you. Is God there? Your home, workplace. Is God there? What is the prevailing atmosphere? Do we sense glory? You've not taken your place as a son. Hallelujah. You've not taken your place as a son. Perhaps you don't understand how to operate as a son. All this is why you have just been a son by privilege. But it is time to enter into your right. Hallelujah. It is time to enter into your right. It is time to have rule, praise God. It is time to step into your destiny. To have dominion over the earth. It is time to step into your destiny. To begin to dictate what time can do for you. It is time to enter into your destiny. To begin to, to, to determine what the earth will deliver to you. Because of the sons. Hallelujah. You are a son of God by rights. Praise God. The exercise of dominion on the earth is the right of sons sons who have learned to bear rule in the glory by perfecting their stewardship of God's presence. Hallelujah. When you perfect your stewardship of the presence of God, perfect your stewardship of God's presence. Are you here with me? Praise the Lord. Perfect your stewardship of God's presence. You are a custodian of the presence of God. listening to me god dwells in you but his presence has a certain dynamic to it and you must learn to steward that presence you must learn how to how to create an atmosphere you must learn how to carry god around you you must learn how to express him out of you you must learn you must understand how your actions how your postures influence the flow of God through you. It is that one that perfects you to be able to handle creation. Hallelujah. To handle creation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? How to handle creation is in the stewardship of the presence. The hair now I see the hair as long as he is a child galatians chapter four verse four. the hair as long as he's a child he differed nothing from a servant though he be lord of all but is under tutors and governance unto the time appointed of the father even so we when we were children even so we when we were adopted we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, not a child. Hallelujah. When the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son made of a woman. Made under the law. Hallelujah. God sent his son made of a woman made under the Lord these two things they mean something God sent his son made not born because in Isaiah chapter 9 he says that unto us a child is born a son is given God sent forth his son he gave his son but he was formed from a woman and he was made Under the law, so that as a son, he will break nature and he will break the law and release us into liberty. Hallelujah. So he says that when we were children, we were under these things, we were under the law, we were under the elements we could not control our environment we were at the mercy of our environment we were at the mercy of time at the mercy of people's decisions and ideas we were at the mercy of the systems but then god gave someone who is like you to go through the same things that you cry under so that he will break the laws of all those things and bring you into liberty and he has now put in you the ability to become like Him. now creation is waiting for your manifestation Hallelujah. Since creation has been, it has been groaning. But they know, they have a testimony, they have a record that somebody broke this thing that is killing us. Oh, Dekaba. Hallelujah. Say, I am perfected in sonship. I am perfected in sonship. So, the ability to rule. Through the stewardship of God's presence, is in the ability to command the elements to show forth the manifestations of God how to command the element in Romans chapter 1 verse 20 he says that for the invisible things of him uh, from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that were made even his eternal power and God is soul that they are without excuse there are those who in their sonship have mm, uh, have grown perfected themselves they know how to make the visible, the things that are made. They know how to make these things release that which God has hidden in them. These are the ones who have perfected the stewardship of God's presence. Hallelujah. These are the ones who have perfected the stewardship of God's presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God taught this to Moses. Moses was crying because the people were crying. You know, sometimes when you were a leader and the people are crying, you can end up crying with them. They you, crying and crying. Moses looked at and said, God, hmm, if you don't do this, the enemy has gotten us. God said, what do you have? There is always a place God can start with, with what you have. Why? Because the things which are made are able to reveal the invisible hallelujah there is never a time you don't have anything and you can't do anything as long as you can stretch your hand and touch that which is made anything that which is made take hold, sire if you can stretch your hand and touch anything that is even your clue anything that which is made I've talked to you about the tokens anything that which is made, you are looking for preservation you enter into the room of the perfected son your meals anything that which is made the holy meal hallelujah you enter into the room of the perfected the perfected son even your clothes because we talk about the holy garment that which is made can reveal the invisible hallelujah You enter into the place of the perfected son. Even the oil, the holy oil, that which is made, can reveal the invisible. When we can perfect this, we can rule creation. Praise the Lord. If you can perfect your dominion over that which is made and make it reveal the invisible power of God and the Godhead. Oh, bahas. Now, let me, okay, let me end here. Let me end here. It's left six minutes. Oh, yeah, six minutes. Six minutes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let me just end with this one. Let's read Matthew chapter 17, verse 1 to 13. That's my last scripture, and I'll mention some few things which next week I'm going to start engaging and dealing with. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. See, I am a perfected son. We are not just sons by adoption. What a glorious revelation. We are not just people that live by the privilege of the adopted. We live by the rights of the perfected. Oh, Kadala bandivos. I don't live by the privilege of the adopted. But I live by the rights of the perfected glory to Jesus say with me I don't live by the privilege of the adopted but I live by the right of the perfected in Jesus name Matthew 17 I'm the verse 1. After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John. This scripture is going to be our anchor scripture on the next phase, which is the matrix of sonship. Next week Sunday, invite somebody. Make sure you come here with somebody because it's going to be serious. I am going to teach you things I probably have not taught before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother. And bringeth them up into a high mountain. And this is what happened. And he was transfigured before them. Jesus was transfigured before Peter, James, and John, the brother. He was transfigured before them. And his face. Hallelujah. This is Jesus who in Revelation, John saw him in various representations, but on the mountain i will say his face did shine as the sun and his raiment as white as the lights and behold there appeared unto them moses and elias talking with him hallelujah talking with him continue then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, He was not part of the conversation. Don't forget, he was not part. But he entered the conversation and said, Jesus, this thing that we are seeing, I have seen something bigger than family. This is Peter who was asking for permission to go to go and visit family. I'm talking about the perfected son. Hallelujah. Now some of the leaders, I jokingly tell them, if they get a chance to travel one day, they will come after three days. Peter, one day he was asking for permission. He wants to go and visit his mother-in-law. How many many, of you remember that? Small problem in ministry. Boom, this guy has written an application letter. He's going to fish. You say I've given up. We are tired, <laughs> right? now, the way the ministry is going, we are not seeing top. Let me find somewhere they will come and say, Papa, God is doing great things. By the grace of God, I have gotten a, a job in what? He say hey, Peter. <laughs> this is Peter. He says, Lord. It is good for us to be here. <laughs> this man has suddenly forgotten about the family. Suddenly forgotten about everything. Today. With this thing I'm seeing, this is what all of creation has been looking for. Hallelujah! This is what the prophets have been prophesying. We are not going anywhere. We are here. We are sleeping here. He said, "If thy wall, let us make here three tabernacles." one for you one for moses one for elias forget about us beholding this thing we are seeing is enough hallelujah peter understood something he knew the glory he saw he knew the key into that glory the key into that glory was a dwelling so he said i want you to dwell you're not going anywhere i want stay here what do you do to keep the glory he knew the key. He didn't say bless me. He didn't say pray for me. He says dwell. Because this thing that we are seeing. We have learned it from the fathers. We have learned it from the prophets. The key into it is a dwelling. Hallelujah. While he yet speak. Behold a bright cloud. Overshadowed them. And behold a voice out of the cloud. Which said this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. This is my son. In whom I am pleased. Hear ye him. The son in whom I am pleased is the perfected son. Glory to God. And when the disciples heard it. They fell on their face. And they were so afraid. And Jesus came and touched them to wake them up and said, arise, do not be afraid. Listen, listen to what Jesus is saying. Do not pay. I'm just going to just point them out. We are done. It's, it's left for two minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds, and I'm done. Hallelujah. Yeah, two minutes, 30 seconds. Jesus said, uh, what was it? And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man except Jesus alone. They saw no man except Jesus alone. And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them. And listen to what Jesus told them. He charged them. Do not tell this vision to any man until, look at it here, until the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. Until he is risen again from the dead. Until he is risen again, that means that he had been risen before from the dead. Hallelujah. The first time this voice that spoke of his sonship came, he came out of the water. Paul says when we are baptized in the water and we come out, we have been baptized into his dead and have been resurrected with him. That was his first resurrection. And that resurrection conferred on him the sonship by adoption. But he says, wait, there is another resurrection. That other resurrection, it is a corporate sonship where you will be included. If you go tell them right now the people will be disappointed because they have been looking for inclusion but when i am resurrected again it will not just be me alone but you will now become the witnesses of that which you saw and you will become the proof because right now when you tell them the people will ask you what is the proof that this thing you are saying is true very soon when i rise again the proof will not be what you will say but the proof will be you hallelujah wait until i am Risen again when you will now be included in the sonship. Praise God. Where you'll be included in the sonship. And that is when this glory will now become the corporate reserve, the corporate right of the body. Wait until I am lifted again. Let's keep reading. And the disciples asked him, saying, why then say the scribes that Elias must first come? He never thought about who came first. But see, they had a certain understanding. They knew that what they had seen is a fulfillment of prophecy. And Peter was confused. Because if Christ will come, they were not looking at the bed. They were looking at the sonship. This thing that we have seen is what all this while we have been hoping for. But why didn't we see Elijah? Because that is what the scripture said. Peter was asking. Why didn't we see Elijah? Jesus said. Elias must truly first come and restore all things. Restore all things. But I say unto you that Elias has come already. He has come already. Jesus did not refute the fact that his manifestation was what... Peter was talking about. He rather corrected him or opened his eyes on the fact that yes, Elias has come already. That means that what had actually happened was indeed true that the son of God had come. He did not reveal that one. I hear me. He said that, oh, Elijah, he came oh, he came? You didn't, you didn't see him? And they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the son of man Suffer of them, and look at something. Then the disciples understood that he speak of John the Baptist. They understood it. He just said in a particular way, he said, ah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Hallelujah. The matrix of sonship is a revelation we behold in order to enter into the fullness of his glory. Hallelujah. And we are going to be dealing with these four things. See, the matrix of sonship is manifested in four areas. The first one is the purity in conception. The purity in conception. The purity in conception. So we'll be dealing with a couple of things in this one. We'll be talking about the ungodly seed, the conception by the Spirit, and the source of our life. We'll be talking about some things. You come to understand why Paul says that do not neglect so great a salvation. The purity of conception. You come to understand why uh, 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 John says that because we are born of God, we have the seed of God in us and we cannot sin. Our conception, the seed, it cannot be contaminated. Hallelujah. There is so much purity in our conception. Paul said that nothing can separate us from the Lord. Nothing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The purity in conception. Number two is the excellence in our formation. We are conceived. We are formed. The excellence in formation. The formation of the Son of God. And the child grew in wisdom and in stature and he had favor with God and with men. Jesus, the son of God, given by God, was born to a woman as a child and he grew. The formation, the excellence in formation, number three, the accuracy in representation. The accuracy in representation. Jesus told was it was it Philip told him you are I'm here with you You are looking for the father if you have seen me you have seen the father is it Philip that Jesus told that he Says, I'm here I'm here this is me hallelujah the accuracy of representation <laughs> say I am a son of God I am a son of God say it again I am a son of God and for which reason I abide in his glory his glory abides with me. I am excited. Hallelujah. My God. Meluva He says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Hebrews said, he is the express. Accurate. According to dimension. Fit for purpose. Hallelujah. The express representation. The express image. Oh, glory. The matrix of sonship is seen in the accuracy of representation. Hmm. And finally, the honor in manifestation. How to manifest. Representation is different from manifestation. The manifestation, that is the culmination. That is where we enter into dominion over creation. We enter into union, oneness with creation. I have a message called The Union Flow of Sonship. And another one called The Cherubic Flow of Sonship. We will deal with all of that in this journey. Ah, Harnessing the glory life just gets better and better. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Our manifestation. Creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Our manifestation. So number one, the purity of conception. The excellence information, the accuracy of representation, and the honor in manifestation. By this, you have entered into the realm of God to exact and to legislate, to rule with him. Hallelujah. To reign with him. You have entered into the council of God by rights. You have switched from privilege to rights. You are now a son of God with power. Oh, um, Matekalababa. You are a son of God with power. Glory to God. You have become a heir of the world. Praise God. You are not a victim of circumstances. You are a determinant of circumstance. You determine how the earth behaves. You determine how your environment behaves. You determine the cause of everything. Hallelujah. He said that I have said that ye are gods, and ye are children of the most high. But because they know not and they do not understand, they die like men. But this is not your story. You know and you understand, hallelujah. You know and you understand. You do not operate like a mere man. You are the God of this earth, hallelujah. You take your place in dominion. You are the son, the perfected one.
0: I I hope you've been blessed by this message. For more information, visit our website at www.GloryLifeCity.Church and connect with us on social media at Glory Life City Church. Contact us on 266 384105 or 054-984-6235.